0: The 6:30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad. Always a pleasure to have Nancy Carlson in studio. I'm, I'm serious when I say it always goes by too quickly. She it does makes, go fast. She entertains me. Nancy
1: Carlson does good. Yeah, as she should. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we so, are in the entertainment business, I guess, right? I suppose
0: is that what this is? Well, we're in the news information news entertainment, information, entertainment business, yeah. right? So, speaking of that, I've got some. Uh, I've got a story in front of me, uh, too. In fact, that would incorporate all of those, and I'm just so excited that it happens to be you here today with your Eastern roots that this might uh, hit home for you. So, let's go with the easy one first. Um, now, you'll recall that week ago, a couple of weeks ago. Um, The city had announced, or the EEDC had announced, Edmonton Economic Development Corporation, that they'd put a lot of thought and study into a a word mark for Edmonton. Right. And they had come up with... Edmonton. Edmonton. (laughs) Which, brilliant, to be honest with you. So I don't know, so don't take this to be fact, that whatever uh, consultation group... I came up with Edmonton, then moved on to Toronto. Uh, But it seems possible to me,
1: or at least plausible. I I did see this, and I I have a feeling I know exactly what you're talking about, but continue. Well, it's the new mascot for
0: the CN Tower. Unbelievable. Now, I want you to think about uh, any mascot you've ever seen. So, for example, we mentioned a moment ago, and I'm not saying this is the best mascot ever by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, for the Comedy Festival, our mascots are crickets. Now, the reason they're crickets, and it was ATB's idea, but I, I got behind it, is that when comedy doesn't work, you hear crickets. So the crickets represent comedy, in, right. in a way.
1: No, yeah, no, and, sure. and I totally get that. But, now,
0: what we didn't do is, yes. as mascots, is dress up uh, two big furry comedians. We didn't say... Hey, these two comedians represent comedians because they're like mm, that's not a mascot, that's a comedian. So, that's I think some of the thought that you could have
1: been the own ma- the, like your own mascot, basically is right. what you're trying to say. That's right. I
0: or yeah. think about the uh, think about the Oilers and Hunter. Uh,
1: Hunter the uh, what is he a wolf? A lynx. I think. A lynx. A lynx or a bobcat. Okay, now he's not a hockey player. No, he's but he wears a jersey right and also represents uh, you know one of the original founders of exactly. uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, think about the Eskimos. Uh, you've
0: got Punter and the other one. I feel bad for the other one because nobody can ever bear?
1: remember his name. It's not a polar bear. It's a...
0: Uh, well, maybe it is a polar bear. It is a polar bear. Gee, what's the other uh, mascot? Google it. Uh, yeah. So but you know everyone is uh, Yeah, it is yeah, Nanook. Nanook. Nanook, yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. But again, not a football player. So going back to Toronto again. So Toronto was uh, announced their new mascot for the CN Tower. And what it is... Is a CN tower,
1: that's it. Yep, just a CN tower with a face on it. If it even has a face, I actually didn't really notice much of a face. Might have been buried in there. Yeah, somewhere. I didn't see one either. Now that no, you mentioned it, no, it's just quite. It's just somebody dressed up as a small CN tower, walking around the CN tower. Mm-hmm. So it's sort essentially, of like, yeah. their their mascot it, it, it is what it is. Their mascot is just a radio tower. That's true. That's. Terrible! It, it is. <laughs> like, it why is. Can't you do something else? I like, have, which marketing team, right? Put that together and says, "Well, you know what? Like we're going uh, to Did they even have well, a the, name for the CN like the CN Tower mascot? Yes, I believe it's called uh, the CN Tower. So I wow. think somebody somewhere
0: said, "Your mission is to find a mascot that represents and would make people think of the CN Tower." And somebody on the committee went, "I got it."
1: the CN Tower. Now, do you think that, let's just say you are uh, the big marketing director, Mm -hmm. okay? and I'm one of your, I don't know if you want to say one of your underlings, if you will, and you say, look, we need something, a mascot for the CN Tower, we need something, a mascot for so-and-so, and Mm -hmm. And I come back and I say, I guess in the CN Tower's case, I say, yep, after six months of evaluation and planning and everything and all the market research that went into it, this is your new mascot. I present to you a CN Tower and you kind of go to yourself and you say, well, you know, the board of directors wanted something in the next, like, two weeks, and I don't know if we could put something else. Yeah, sure, we'll take it, and that's it, right? But you're fired at the same time. Yeah, my initial reaction would be, uh, who else have you told? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just let's let's leave this conversation between the two of us, and then we need you to go back. Because what I would suggest, and this is off the top of my head, I've given no thought whatsoever, but if you had any mascot, really, And typically they're an animal. But if you had some, like a beaver, for example, very Canadian, or uh, possibly a raccoon, because that's very Toronto, but in the costume of a tour guide, in whatever costume they typically wear, that would probably be a better mascot than the
1: actual Just the CN Tower. Right, yeah. And and I, I don't get it. I don't know what goes through those people's minds that when they say, like, oh, yeah, you know what? Everyone's going to love this. They're not going to make fun of us. Mm -hmm. We're not going to become the laughing stock of a marketing community. We are going to be geniuses among other geniuses. It
0: turns out that, as the expression goes, hold my beer. So somebody in Toronto maybe to help out the people who came up with the CN Tower as the mascot for the CN Tower. Somebody said, hold my beer. Because there's an even dumber story coming out of Toronto. You brought it to my attention last night. It's been all over Twitter. It's been... The city is being mocked from coast to coast. It's a real... It shows us how bureaucratic the city is. City Council, uh, City Mayor Tory, I believe is his name. John Tory. John Tory. He's actually doubling down on it, uh, defending it. It's a great story. Let's take a break, and I'll tell you the story when we get back. All right, so... uh I was about to say Jerome and I. I don't know what made me think of Brandon and I have been talking about that. I don't you want even to know a Jerome. Jerome. The I do you get uh, Jerome. The the giraffe, friendly maybe? giant? Yeah. I guess from this text, actually, because we were talking about Toronto. We started the conversation with uh, the Toronto, City of Toronto, announcing the new mascot for the CN Tower is the CN Tower. And I had suggested, well, wouldn't you want to have a, uh, you know... Um, Whatever I said, a raccoon dressed up as a tour guide. Um, so we got these texts. Toronto's mascot is a trash panda. Well, that's fitting. Uh, and this one, I think it was the BC Lions that had Jerome. There it is, Jerome the gnome that lived under
1: the dome. See that? That's also like the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. They, they didn't just have Ace the Blue Jay at one point. They had actually somebody called Domer. Nice. Domer the turtle. Okay. Because he played. It, it, a, it was the uh, Sky Dome, right? Sure. Yeah. So it was Domer. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was, no it was that's a good, good time. one. Yeah,
0: um, and then this suggestion. And once again, I've often said that there needs to be a position at all levels of government called the average Joe, and you just call him. He's not elected. You just phone him and go, "Hey, we're thinking about making the mascot of the CN Tower the CN Tower," and they go, uh, "That's a dumb idea." But how about this? Uh, and this is a candidate for the average Joe. Uh, I think a good mascot for the CN Tower might be a train, sure, or an engineer. It's the, CN, the CN Tower,
1: Tower. right? And there is like CN does have links uh, or links uh, tracks going from the CN Tower, right? Like it's basically almost like it's where it starts kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it just kind of spreads out as well. It's totally really makes cool sense. the uh, the rail yards there, but uh, it looks like this text already knows what we're about to talk about here.
0: Yeah, exactly right. So here it is. Smart uh, listeners, I'm telling you. I know they're ahead of us, but this is a story that everybody's jumping on. And it was like my tree story and the you know 13 crews that it took to plant a tree. So there's a park in Etobicoke, part of Toronto, a suburb. I guess you could call it of Toronto, a community anyway. Um, where there's a parking lot, there's a soccer field, and there's some other facilities. And the city, when they built it, built a parking lot and an access to all the facilities. But you basically have to walk to the end of the parking lot. So what people have started, had started doing, was they were cutting across a small ravine. Um, and, and, you know, sort of just picture eight feet of
1: not hill. Not even. Yeah. like Not, not even eight he- feet of hill.
0: Right. So... It got slippery because there's a lot of traffic on it. And I'm going to try and give you both sides of the story as best I can, and then get your reaction listeners. But so people started not using that path. They took the more direct path, and, uh, you know, it became dangerous. So somebody somewhere along the line, Uh, tied a rope there so that you could use the rope to get down more safely. But of course, you know, the rope's not the best solution. The solution is a a set of stairs. So they asked the city to take a look at it, build, I think it was seven steps, eight steps, a small eight-step wooden staircase. And we're not reinventing the wheel here. Uh, Many people have built staircases over the years and know how to do it. Um, so they asked the city to take a look. So the city came out, took a look, and then estimated the cost of the staircase would be somewhere between this is an eight step staircase, somewhere between. Made
1: of wood, by the way. Made of wood.
0: $65,000 and $150,000. Ridiculous. Which, of course, everybody in the community just went, What? What? Yeah. And you know that a project that costs sixty-five dollars to $150,000 doesn't get done overnight either. There's going to be the 28 crews that have to come out and engineers and flag guys and, you know, whatever. So a resident of the area simply went to Home Depot, bought some lumber, and built the staircase in an afternoon. and at Guess a cost, how much it cost? At a cost of $550, which includes buying breakfast and giving a little cash to a homeless guy who helped him, who out. Helped him build the staircase. Five hundred fifty dollars. Now, again, I want to be fair about this. I understand that the city needs to be responsible for access to its own parks. It's all been built on city property. So, therefore, they're responsible for that staircase, even though they didn't build it. So, the mayor has said, what happened? As soon as the city found out that there was a staircase there, they put tape around it so nobody could use it, cautioned people not to go near it. And their plan is to destroy it. They're going to rip it down. And I would just remind you that previously I told you there used to be a rope there. So the city didn't know about the rope, so therefore nothing happened to the rope. But that's how people got down. It had been getting down for a long time using a rope. This guy built something better than a rope. And I've I've not read anywhere where the city of Toronto has said, well, we'll send an engineer out and see if it's... Well, constructed, or we'll bring it up to code. We'll bring it up to code. We'll brace it. We'll do, we'll sign it, signage, whatever. And this, but the city has said, well, look, we did give you access to the park. It's just not the access you want, which again is not reasonable in my mind. Because what you're saying is you told the citizens how they should get to the park, but traffic told you how they are getting to the park. You have to listen to the citizens. They're getting out of the car, and they're going here, down this ravine, because it's the most direct route. So really what you should have done, City of Toronto, is build a staircase in the first place when you put... But anyways, just my opinion.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, you're going to build it at the cost for $65,000? Well, obviously $1? that
0: cost is so ridiculous. I
1: know. And this is what, and this is I right. guess the outrage, too, because you built something for... Five fifty, right, and that's with labor and yeah. with uh, materials, materials and yeah. everything. Yeah, uh, compared to sixty-five to one hundred thousand or one hundred fifty thousand
0: dollars, the Come the on. mayor Tory saying that look, and and this is, do you remember, I've said several times in the last couple of weeks, and it all started with my tree, but I've said there comes a point at which those who we elect into any level of government. Lose sight of what it is to be an average citizen, and sometimes they not only lose sight of that, they they stop listening to their constituents and start telling their constituents how it is, and that's not what we elected them for. And in this case, the mayor is saying, "Look, obviously that price is ridiculous, and we're gonna." I've told them to go back and and take a look, and he's sort of somewhat kind of covered their backs a little bit by saying, "Look, they didn't actually go look at the site; they're just basing that on what it's cost." to build stairs in the past in other parks. And what I would say if this were my mayor, and, and we were in Toronto, but I'll say it from Edmonton, neither of those things are plausible explanations for this because, number one, um, who have you got on staff that's quoting jobs um, without going to look at the site, number one? And number two, somebody in that bureaucracy saw a quote for sixty-five to $150,000 and no red flag went off.
1: And nobody thought... Hmm, for a set of stairs, and that's it. Right. Like, I don't know. I uh, First of all, what bothers me, and I was telling you this off the air, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. But uh, I used to, Mayor John Tory used to be my coworker. Okay. Mm. Because he, he comes from radio. He comes from radio. Yep. He was a talk show host. Yep. These are some of the things... That he would have said to city council, and I guess it would have been David Miller at the time, mm-hmm. or whether it be Rob Ford at the time. He would have had it on his show. He would have ripped them apart. Right. And now that it's on, you know, that, that it's in his court, now he's, like, defending it. Right. Come on. sixty-five, to one hundred and fifty I know. Grand? And that's what Come I mean.
0: Like, uh, that's the epitome of going from listening to your constituents and talking to your constituents. As a radio host, as you just said, he would have... Use this as a topic, as we are doing today. He would have ridiculed the city, but now he feels the responsibility to defend a dumb
1: thing, right? And, and so, and, and no, nothing is perfect. No, like, of it, it, it's it's okay to admit that the system isn't perfect. Yeah, that'll probably and fix even, it. And at the same time, as terrible as it sounds, probably get you more votes because you're honest about the damn thing. But if you're going to go around and say, well, you know, sixty-five thousand dollars, one hundred fifty thousand dollars for a wooden flight of stairs that may or may not be between seven and ten right. steps? I mean, seriously. Come on. Uh,
0: now, you'll recall when Brian Anderson was in and we were talking about Matree, and he was saying that we all have to embrace the city of Edmonton as our own city. We have to take initiative. Well, and I know that this is a different city, and, and uh, you know, I can't quote Brian Anderson I mean, and hold it up to, to right. Tory, uh, but that's exactly what this guy did. That is exactly what this guy did. He saw a need in his neighborhood at his own expense, went out and bought the wood and threw in his labor and paid an assistant and, and was built similar something. similar to what
1: Councillor Anderson was saying. He says his, his property borders a park and there's yeah. some grass, some long grass, uh, right at the, uh, at the border of, of the fencing there. And it wasn't cut. So, Councillor Anderson cut it. Right. What's wrong with that?
0: Uh, I just want to... We need to take another break. But I just wanted to add, Tory, this is the mayor of Toronto, said among other things but at the end of his uh, availability he said that while he'd like to see the city build a staircase for residents there is a process that must play out that it's the that, process that your citizens are are upset about
1: do you know how long it'll probably take because then you got to go it'll take counsel. years it'll take years exactly yep. where somebody could do it in what this guy did several hours he already did it in several
0: hours All right, we're coming up on a news break. We'll be back for the last half hour, or sorry, last hour. Getting ahead of myself here. A shortened show as we make way for the Dinette and Patio pregame show, the Edmonton Eskimos taking on the Hamilton Cats. I do have tickets to yes to give away, so I'll do that in the next hour. And uh, if you want to contribute to the conversation, as always, you get hold of us, 630-630 or 496-0063. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2. On 630CHAD.